Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Welcome to r slash Am I the Butthole, where OP leaves her pregnant sister homeless. Am I the butthole for refusing to re-sign a lease weeks before leaving my pregnant sister homeless? I'm a 23-year-old woman, and I have an Irish twin who's 24. An Irish twin? The hell is that? An Irish twin is when one mother has two kids who were born less than 12 months apart. What? This feels like a needlessly racist term. Okay, whatever. Me and my older sister have been living together for two years. She's a single mom of a toddler. When we first moved in together, the apartment was only in her name, and she let me live with her. I was finishing dental assisting school, and I couldn't qualify for an apartment of my own. I still paid half the rent and utilities, though. After graduating, I got a job, and I was officially added to our lease last year. I make a lot of money for my age, so when my sister was struggling to pay her half of the rent when her job cut her hours significantly, it was a no-brainer for me to start paying more. I could easily afford the rent, so covering another 25% was nothing to me. Plus, I love my sister and my niece. My sister gets no help whatsoever from the father, so I help her out as much as I can. The baby daddy works under the table, so he doesn't get his wages garnished for child supports. I've watched her struggle to afford daycare and food for her baby, so I also help her with that. Two days ago, my sister sits me down and tells me that she has news. She's pregnant. My jaw dropped. I ask her who the dad is, and she starts crying. I didn't expect her to say that it's the deadbeat baby daddy. I was shocked, and she continued with her explanation. 
She saw a girl commenting under his posts, and she went on her page and saw that she had taken pictures at the same place and same time. The girl also posted him for his birthday weeks later, saying, Happy birthday to my fiancé! My sister messaged this other woman, letting her know that he's a deadbeat, and got blocked. Then, her baby daddy called her, saying that she's a crazy B-word, and... <laughs> and that led to them getting a hotel room, and they slept with each other. All to prove some point to his fiancé that he's not loyal and she can have him whenever she wants because she sent her proof after they slept together, but the fiancé still stayed with him. As she was telling me the story, I was just sitting there, upset. I started asking her if she went to the doctor and how far along she is. She said that she did get a scan and she's nine weeks along. We live in a blue state, so abortion is legal here. I told my sister that I was not going to re-sign the lease unless she got an abortion. She looked at me with so much disgust and started crying harder. She called me an evil B-word and said that I'm a horrible person for making her choose between her baby and having housing. I told her that with the amount she works now, she can't even afford her half of the rent, let alone the daycare that she splits between me, our dad, and our aunt. So she has to understand the position she's putting me in since the responsibility is falling on me. She told our family and they're pissed, saying that I'm being heartless to even ask her that. And that I shouldn't punish her and I should at least sign a six-month lease so that she can get her act together since five weeks left in the lease isn't a lot of time. I said, no, my sister is ungrateful for all the help I'm done, so I'm out. They're saying that I'm the butthole since when I couldn't get an apartment, she let me live with her, even though I paid half the rent. Oh, cool, so your family is mad at you because you won't live with your sister and cover her expenses? Well, then you do it! If it's so evil to not support this woman while she's going through her pregnancy, then you do it. You support her. These, these hypocrites, man. Man, they piss me off. It's really important to support family. I mean, I'm not going to support my family member, but you need to support your family member. OB, your family is toxic and your sister is messy. Oh my god, she's messy. Look, she can make whatever choice she wants to make. If she wants to, <laughs> she wants to get baby number two from deadbeat daddy slash cheater, then she has every right to do so. But if you want to move out and live somewhere else, then you have every right to do so. It's kind of funny, now that I think about it, that OP's sister is just sloppy and messy. Meanwhile, OP's job professionally is to make people clean and healthy. Man, I'm still, okay, I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm still trying to wrap my brain around how she was flexing on the other woman. I can get my did beat baby daddy to cream by me anytime I want. Okay, that's not really a flex, girl. And man, that sentence... <laughs> he called her saying that she's a crazy B-word and that led to them getting a hotel. What? How do you go from point A to point B in that sentence? Oh, man. Anyways, OP, <laughs> this is always so funny. Okay, OP, I'm giving you zero out of five buttholes. I think it's time that you need to start protecting your peace and your mental well-being. I'm giving your sloppy sister 2.5 out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for kicking out my girlfriend and her son after she invited her ex into our home? I'm a 35-year-old man. I've been with my girlfriend, Sarah, for four years. She has a nine-year-old son, Nathan, with her ex-boyfriend. Sarah has full custody of Nathan, with her ex having scheduled visitations one weekend of every month. Sarah and Nathan moved in with me a little over a year and a half ago, and from my perspective, it was a little rocky at first. 
I've always been pretty protective of my space, so making room for two other people was difficult for me. When Sarah moved in with me, we agreed that the visitation for Mark would be held in our apartment as long as I'm home. The main reason I wanted this is because I don't know Mark that well, and I don't want him wandering around our apartment without me there. When we proposed this idea to Mark, he was fine with it. Now moving on to the real issue. Three weeks ago, it had been four months since Mark's last visit, so I asked my girlfriend Sarah when he was planning to visit Nathan again. My girlfriend replied by shrugging her shoulders and telling me that she would ask. She never followed up with it. So, a few days ago, I asked when Mark's next visit was, and Sarah said that she'd tell me when she knew. Nathan was in the living room and had apparently overheard us and shouted something along the lines of, Dad was here last weekend, remember? Sarah's face immediately dropped, and when I asked what Nathan meant, she wouldn't give me a direct answer. Eventually, she ended up telling me that for the past two visits, Mark had been to our apartment when I was working. When I accused her of going back on our agreement, she kept telling me this was her home too, and she could invite whoever she wanted, and that it was fine because she was here and watching. I told her that was besides the point, and she violated my trust. It blew up into a huge argument, and it ended with me telling her to get out of my apartment. She packed up and left with Nathan. Last I heard, she was staying with her parents. I've gotten several messages from both Sarah and her parents calling me a butthole for kicking Sarah and Nathan out of their home for something so small. She's even been blasting me on Instagram and Facebook about how horrible I am to do this to her. It got me thinking that I might be the butthole, but I'm not entirely sure yet. Am I the butthole? Okay, Opie, you set a super reasonable boundary. Don't bring your ex-boyfriend into my home when I'm not around. I can't think of a scenario where I would ever want my partner's ex around them when I'm not around. Even if nothing happens, it's fundamentally disrespectful to you. Your girlfriend is a liar. She violated your trust. She trampled your boundaries. I would have kicked her out too, OP. I am completely on your side. I'm giving you zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving Sarah three out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for telling my daughter that she made it clear that she has no mother and giving her a long list of things she needs to do to move back in with me? I divorced my ex-husband when my daughter, Maria, was 10. I got the house, but I was a stay-at-home mom, so I had trouble making ends meet. I had to do lots of budgeting after I finally got a job. My ex didn't have these financial problems and could spoil her. My ex spoiled Maria rotten, and it really affected our relationship. I would tell her that I couldn't afford to get her a $1,000 laptop, and it would cause a huge argument about how dad is better. I tried to have her get a job, and that started an argument. When she was 17, she decided to drop out of high school, but I told her no. She told me it was her life, and she can do what she wants. This led to another argument, and she left to live with dad permanently. I tried to contact her multiple times, but she told me that I wasn't her mother anymore and to leave her alone. She's now 21, and her dad has gotten remarried and basically kicked her out. She called me, and we met up. She wants to move back in with me, and I told her that she could, but only under these conditions. One, she needs to get a GED. Two, she needs to work at least 25 hours a week. Three, she needs to figure out what career she wants and either go to trade school or college. Four, she won't need to pay rent, but she will have to buy her own stuff, like clothes and personal items. Five, she needs to contribute to shared areas by doing chores. Chores that she would refuse to do as a kid, by the way. Six, finally, no partying lifestyle. 
She needs to focus on getting her life together, not going out every night like she used to, save for the weekends. She called me a crazy jerk and said that I'm a garbage mother. I told her she made it clear that she has no mother. She stormed out, and now I'm getting texts. OP, you're giving her some much-needed tough love, but to be honest with you, I think you don't have enough leverage over her to make this tough love actually stick. I think she's probably spoiled past the point of redemption, so I'd be surprised if she gets her acts together. Still, I think your list is reasonable. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your ex and your daughter get 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for going on vacation when my in-laws visit? My husband and I have been married for 23 years. I've always had kind of an iffy relationship with my sister-in-law because she's made it known for years that she wishes my husband married his college girlfriend and not me. Over the years, we got to the point where I wouldn't call us super close, but we were friendly enough to text and would hang out solo when one of us visited the other. Last year, my father-in-law got very sick and he needed specialized care. My husband wanted him to live with us during his treatment and recovery and I agreed. My sister-in-law made it clear that she did not want him at her house. I was able to do part-time work during this time, and so, by nature, I became the primary caregiver. It was not fun, but I did care for my father-in-law, and I was happy that he and my husband had time together. On the other hand, my in-laws, especially my sister-in-law, became a problem. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law were very much in denial when it came to his health. When my father-in-law had appointments, I would keep everyone informed and mostly stayed out of decision-making because he's not my father and I wanted to respect that. My sister-in-law and brother-in-law treated me like the hired help. For example, when my father-in-law needed to go to a skilled rehab facility after a stay in the hospital, I ran around touring facilities and spent hours on the phone and when I let everyone know my findings, my sister-in-law said, We'll discuss it as a family and get back to you. Excuse me? Okay, I guess I'm not family. Instances like this one happen more and more frequently, and neither my brother-in-law nor sister-in-law made any effort to come see their dying father. When I would occasionally express my feelings to my sister-in-law, she said, This doesn't concern you. Go get your nails done or something. Eventually, my father-in-law passed away, and I cut off all contact with my in-laws. There was no blowout. I just stopped responding to the group chat and stopped actively trying to be in their lives and I made my husband start shopping for his own birthday gifts for them. I also told him to leave my name off cards. My husband wasn't thrilled about the rift, but he understood where I was coming from. And I told him many, many times that he can have whatever relationship he wants with them. Just leave me out of it. A few weeks ago, my sister-in-law sent me a text apologizing for everything because she was in denial about my father-in-law and she hopes that I'm doing fabulous. I sent her a message back acknowledging her apology and thanking her for the time and effort she put into reflecting on the situation, but I didn't initiate further conversation. My sister-in-law now wants to come and visit and stay with us for a few days. I told my husband that she's welcome to stay, but I'll be going to see my best friend during that time. My husband was taken aback, and he said that he understands, but it really upsets him that I want nothing to do with her, and it's not realistic for me to avoid her forever. I really don't want anything to do with people who don't consider me family, so am I the butthole? 
OP, not only is it reasonable for you to not want to have any contact with these people, but also, I don't think your husband is going nearly far enough to support you here. Man, if my brother constantly criticized my wife and said that he wished I'd married someone else instead, then I would never let my brother into my house or around my wife, period. If you can't show my wife basic respect, then see ya. And let's be real, she's not apologizing to you because she wants to make amends, she's apologizing to you because she wants a free place to stay while she visits. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your husband 1.5 out of 5 buttholes and your sister-in-law 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for telling parents not to take their kids trick-or-treating to a certain house? My husband and I have 5 kids between us. He has 2 kids from a previous relationship, I have 1 and we have 2 together. Our 6-year-old is autistic. She's verbal, but she doesn't like strangers and doesn't talk to them. I was worried about taking her trick-or-treating, but I know that she practiced at school, and we practiced the sign for candy please and thank you. It was going well at first. Then she started to get tired. At one of our last houses, my daughter didn't speak or sign. The woman at the door was handing out goodie bags with king-size candy bars and stickers. She gave one to each of my kids, except for my six-year-old. She ran up to me crying, and my 14-year-old told me that the woman didn't give her a bag because she didn't say trick-or-treat. I went up and explained that my daughter is autistic and she doesn't speak much, but the woman refused to give her anything unless she said trick-or-treat. After some back and forth, I made the kids give back the candy she gave them, and we left. I texted a group chat with parents in my daughter's classes, both general ed and special ed. I gave them the address of the house, and I explained what happened so they wouldn't have to deal with that with their kids. Word spread pretty quickly, so now that house was not very popular last night, except for some pranks. People even posted about her on Nextdoor. Now she's posting about me and my kids, and this whole thing is blown out of proportion. I was wondering if I was wrong for telling parents not to take their kids to her house. Alright, let me get this straight. So, it's perfectly fine for an adult woman to shame a six-year-old girl for something that's not even her fault. But it's not okay to shame an adult woman for mistreating a child? Give me a break. She acted like a douchebag. She doubled down on being a douchebag when you called her out on it. So now, everyone has a right to know that she's a douchebag. Because if they don't want to deal with a douchebag, they shouldn't have to. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving this mean old lady 2 out of 5 buttholes. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.